Are you being spooky? Yeah. I don't hear no spooks. Hey everybody, welcome to the Up for Discussion 2015 Halloween Spooktacular Extravaganza. Brought to you by Geico. Geico, the company full of men. I'm your host, Tom Spooky Scary Zalatni. And I'm your other host, Tim the Banshee Blay. Guys, we've got a whole hour of spooky, scary content for you today. Spooky. Tell us, Tom Zalatni, what shall we talk about today? Well, Tim, let me tell you, today, ah, ah, we are doing a podcast. Whoa, enough for a discussion podcast. Ah, ah yes. Mm. And if our listeners at home like this podcast, they can, I don't even know, my accent is slowly slipping <laughs> into like a, a weird thing here. Uh, if you guys like this show, you can go on iTunes and you can leave a rating and review the show. It really helps us out to climb on those charts. And if you like the show, you can leave a comment over at SoundCloud and make sure you leave a comment and tell us what you like about the show. And if you like the show, you can share it on Twitter. You can share it on your Facebook. You can share it with your friends and if you really really like the show maybe head over to patreon.com slash up for discussion and support the show yeah that all that stuff wow i did do you think people can understand you when you talk like that i really hope so i think you can understand you because you know what you're saying i know what i'm saying yeah i don't know if you can understand me let us know in the comments yeah go to itunes.com slash up for discussion and uh, write a little, little note there in the reviews uh, write a little note there in the reviews and leave us a comment you know, a comment guys write a dang ass note so uh tom yeah what's been spooky in your life these days Ooh, the future oh yeah the future i'm real scared of life tim what i don't know man sometimes i just think about the future and i'm like wow what is it you know i'm scared of having a raspy voice because right now i've got a raspy voice drink your water <clears throat> i think i will this episode of up for discussion is brought to you by water water they found it on mars mm-hmm. but only in minute quantities and it was like 90 percent salt and like 10 percent water and they just saw some rocks that were kind of colored funny, and they were like, oh, it's water. It's moving downhill. It Generally, fun. when I see things that are colored funny, I think they're water. Yeah, this is because usually it's your pee. Mm. <laughs> True. <laughs> what do you mean the future? What are you scared about in the future? Like, do you ever think about dying alone? Um, I try not to. <laughs> That's probably a good policy. <laughs> Welcome to the latest segment of our show. That's a good policy. What else is a good policy, Tom? Uh, drinking three liters of water a day. What is a bad policy, Tom? Uh, drinking three liters of whiskey a day. What is a better policy than that, but still worse than drinking water? Drinking two liters of water a day. This I is a comedy I, podcast, you guys. <laughs> we are hilarious. <laughs> three liters? I think three... I, I I am I was told recently that, that like the whole two liters thing was just made up. Like there's no actual basis for that. But the three liters thing was real. No, the three liters thing is overkill. Did you know you can die from too much water? Yep. Water I've done it. Water intoxication, it's called. Yeah. You drink so much water that you're cause you know how your cells have like saltiness in them? Yeah. Like have you ever tasted blood? This is a good Halloween conversation. I tasted blood today. Really? How'd you taste blood today? Uh, my fingers started <clears throat> bleeding, and you know how your instinct is always like, oh, I better suck that blood up. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, if you're a vampire, anyways, yeah. that's always your instinct. But yeah, so you're like your your blood is salty because your entire body is salty, right? That's why they give you saline solution when you like you have an IV instead of just like pure water. Mm-hmm. So if you drink too much water, then there's like too much water in like your cells absorb too much water and then they actually explode. Oh, so okay, so water is not good for you then. I mean, not if you have too much. Like it's too. It's if you have too little water then your cells become too salty and then all the water rush out as, rushes out of them and they like implode. Huh. But if too much water rushes into them, then they explode. And okay. then you can die of water intoxication. So basically, if you don't drink the exact right amount of water, you're probably going to die. Well, yeah, but I mean, the exact right water has, you know, it's, it's somewhere between like, don't dehydrate yourself and don't drink as much water as you possibly can and also try really really hard not to go to the bathroom that's stressful like the only time this has happened in recent memory was when this lady was on a that this radio show did a contest did you hear about this nope it was they did a thing back when the Wii first came out mm-hmm. they did a thing called Wii for a Wii. um and oh, they no. it was a contest where people had to drink as much water as they could without going to the bathroom and the lady who won the Wii for her children died later that day wow yeah well at least they got a game console out of it yeah, I mean, they don't have a mom, but like they they can play whatever Wii Bowling or whatever. I didn't have a dad, so... 100 pins, you know, that's some good shit right there. Man, the Wii was pretty great when it first came out, eh? It still is. Like, there's nothing... There's nothing wrong. About it's it. just... It's just lacking. Like, I mean, the motion controls weren't great. Well, yes, but have has anyone done any better? Everyone has done better. What has, what has been... Because I feel like I did Wii and then... I just I just haven't heard anything about motion control. It seemed like everybody else just stuck with their same little devices. And I, I mean, actually, there's like some amount of motion control in I think the PlayStation Four controllers. Okay. Uh, and like Microsoft made like their whole like, oh the whole Connect thing. Yeah, Connect was a yeah thing. that thing was good. And it was better than the Wii. The thing is, the Wii did improve on its motion controls. Mm. Uh, like they eventually released something called the Wii Motion Plus that was a little butt plug for your Wii remote that oh, basically yeah, that just made fun. it work better um wait was that that wasn't the thing that was just like the nunchuck that was a a different thing you're talking about no no i'm talking about like an actual like (coughs) it's it's basically an adapter that goes on the bottom of the wii remote that allows it makes the wii remote like a couple inches longer uh and you know what they say about that uh and it allows for better motion control because it was just programmed with better like like more sensitive like like probably it actually has a motion controller in it whereas, whereas usually the wii just works with where it is in relation to that thing way over there on your tv yeah so so maybe maybe it actually hmm. had like a motion sensor and like a a gyroscope or something in there gyroscope that's the word i was looking for gyroscope gyro yeah nobody's tweeted us any hashtag spooky stories yet and i'm mad hey guys if you uh if you're listening to this podcast right now tweet us some hashtag spooky stories and we can't read them because we've already put this podcast out and what do you think we are time travelers i mean we could be do you ever ride the subway and see an old man and think you know, that might be me from the future. No. Come here to like subtly send me a message. I'm not going to live long enough for there to be old men <laughs> who travel back from the future. It's just, mm. Right. We're it's back. Just we're back to this. So dying, dying young and alone. Dying alone. Mm. Do you yeah. think you, do you think, I guess it's more, is it more likely that you'll die alone if you die young? I think so. Hmm. Yeah. I think that if I'm, I think that if I die alone, it'll be because I was, no, if I die young, it'll be because I was alone. Hmm. Like, unless right. I get some kind of disease, like... 
Well, I guess that's true that like most things that you would die of when you're young, probably if someone finds you in time, they can like get you to a hospital. Yeah. Like the, and, and that's the thing. Like if you're alone when you're young, like whatever, wait, what am I saying? If you, if you are alone when you die, you die. Yeah. But if you're with people when you die, there's that chance, like you said, of getting saved or whatever. But if you're with you if you're with people when you die, then and you don't die, then you just contradict yourself. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, what if Donnie Darko is right and everybody dies alone? I don't know what that is. You never watched Donnie Darko? No, is that that movie with the rabbit? Yeah, it's yeah, a movie with the spooky scary rabbit. I don't like spooky scary rabbit. And the rabbits. kid that travels around in time. Man. And he sometimes he has bubbles coming out of his chest. It's a fun movie. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it's all about I, time I, travel and Halloween and running over people with cars. All I know is that all the like the like ooh, I'm a real cool goth kid that I knew back in high school were really into that movie and so I just avoided it like the plague. Oh, that's true. Probably when you when that movie came out you were like 12, right? Did you hear I pronounced the <coughs> word plague just now? Plague. Plague. Like for me that movie came out I think I was in grade 10. Hmm. And so I don't know, everybody would just watched it and was like, "Oh, this is kind of like a cool artsy movie." Mm-hmm. But I suppose the 12-year-olds were like <laughs> Wow, what a cool movie! There's with a like, spooky rabbit because there's spooky rabbits and wow. sex jokes. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, it. And not I was saying just that not down for either of those things at the time. Yeah, not saying that grade ten was incredibly a, a like, you know, still not you're still not super mature. No, but uh, compared to twelve year olds, you're you're kind of leagues ahead. Yeah, yeah. High school is just a cesspool of dumb a it lot is. of the time, but sometimes some good things come out of it. Yeah. Uh, did I tell you, did I, have I mentioned on this podcast how I went to my prom five years late? That's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, 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 I dislike that would be high like school. If, that would be like if I went to a prom right now. Yeah, kind of. Weird. Um, so I, I disliked high school a whole heck of a lot. And so I hung out with these two other people. I'd told you about them before. Mm-hmm. And we were just misanthropes and we would like make fun of people. And so when it came to time for prom, we were like, nope. Not going to prom. We're going to go to Wendy's instead. <laughs> so we went to Wendy's and we ate Frosties and it was pretty underwhelming. That's a pretty but, good use of prom. <clears throat> I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that great. Like, it def- definitely that was the night where I was like, no, I don't really like these people. But uh, then, so I, I didn't think about prom at all. But then five years later, my parents had a, an exchange student right. named Maria Laticia, who came from Brazil to stay with us for a year. And so... When it was time for her prom, it was like the last day she was going to be here. Right. Um, and so she wanted someone with her to like, you know, console her when all her friends were like saying goodbye to her and stuff. So I went to my own high school prom like five years late. Wow. And it was exactly what I expected. It was all, it was a real mind trip. Just watching the different like obvious groups of people. You had like the the nerd girls who had got dressed up for the first time, but were still wearing like sort of nerdy glasses and all dancing awkwardly. You had the kids who thought they were super cool because they got to go up on the mic and make like really innocent sex jokes. Oh, of course. And you had like the that one punk couple who both came in like ripped jeans and band t-shirts and like a dozen piercings and <laughs> just like sat in the like stood in the corner like by themselves. It was really interesting to know like I don't know, I remember looking around that prom and just thinking, "Wow, these people are like they're like larval people." They're like, you, they're going to become cool things and they're going to, you know, they're all going to be like these unique butterflies. But right now, <laughs> they're just like a few very specific forms of like person caterpillar. And you have to be one of those things in high school. There's like no, 
in-betweens. You're in one of those groups, and that's just what you are. It's it weird. weird. I, I feel like I had kind of a different a different experience of high school where, like, I felt like I was comfortable with most of the people there, regardless of what their sort of archetype was. Okay. To the point where, like, <clears throat> I barely remember, like, if you showed me my yearbook, I could maybe tell you, like, oh, yeah, these people hung out with these people. But I wouldn't be able to say, like, and they were the jocks or they were the nerds. Or, mm, okay. Like, because most of the jocks were also nerds and like hmm. everyone was just kind of good to each other most of the time with so the was, exception of like a handful of people who sucked. So no one was good to them. So was everyone just nerds or I, I think I think like, well, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think everyone just kind of middled out. Interesting. Sure. Maybe that's what happens when you're not from a small town and you only get to interact with the same five people all the time. It's also entirely possible that like that stuff was more apparent in like grade seven and eight. And I just didn't notice because I was not paying attention to it. And then by the time I graduated, everyone had kind of melded together a little more. Hmm. Could be. I don't know. Maybe, maybe your high school was more, uh, more sophisticated than mine. Also, (laughs) not sure about that. (laughs) Um, related story. I was talking to a girl the other day who, no, um, just, just the, the only, the only connection here is that she knew someone from Hudson, right? Uh, my hometown, um, and I asked her if this person, like she had met this person like recently and I was like, does, does the person know, know who I am? And they were like, and she, her response was, yeah. And she thinks you're really snobby and stuck up. And I was like, whoa, what who is this person? I don't know. I, cause she couldn't remember. She had just like met her and then gone on and she like, she didn't remember her name and didn't really remember, you know, who she was. Right. But apparently someone in Hudson thinks I'm really stuck up, which I can see because like every time I talk about Hudson, I kind of badmouth it. <laughs> <laughs> like there's not really much that I have good to say about Hudson, except that like, you know, it's very pretty and it's a great place to raise your kids. But the school is kind of a, you know, terrible place. And, you know, the kids have nothing to do. So all they do is like drink and sm- and do drugs and you know, occasionally shoot each other. Wow. <clears throat> that that only happened a couple of times. Oh, but uh, like, you know, I I got out of Hudson. And I was very happy to get out of Hudson. So if anyone's like been listening to this podcast or like anything I've said about Hudson in the past, I'm sure they would get that impression of me that I'm, you know, now that I've made it, I'm made too, it. I'm, wow. I made it to the, the big city to the fifth <laughs> tier of YouTube celebrity. Right, right. I'm too good for them now. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think also because you're you're kind of a nerd mm. and I mean, we've talked about your social skills, right? Like you maybe just give off a vibe hmm. that some people misconstrue as being snobby when in reality you're just awkward. Maybe, but I feel like that would require this person to actually know me. Maybe they do. Maybe they, yeah, maybe they do. <laughs> well, that's it. Maybe this person does know you and you know, maybe they're closer than you think. Guys, we have brought in a special guest today. Whoa, who? It's girl from Hudson. Hello there. Hi, girl from Hudson. Hi. Tell us your name. My name is Reginie Majudu. Well, Reginie Majudu, what is your official complaint about Tim Blay? We've heard you've got some grievances to file. Well, Tim Blay is just, he's just kind of a, I don't know, he's like a nerd, but he's also cool, and I hate him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. I understand. Um, if you could sum up the things that you hate about Tim Blay in two words or less... Which words? Mm, pants. Pants. Yeah, I feel that. You know, Tim is a lot like a pair of pants that you just put on once and you're not really sure if you want to wear them again. Hey, Reginie, do I know you? Mm, yeah, 
yeah, we went out a couple times. No, that that can't be true. I never went out with went out with anyone when I was in Hudson. Not even Reginie Lajudu. No, I mean, I'm maybe, sorry. Do I have your right your your last name right, Reginie? Rajudu. 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 Yeah. Okay. okay so, Tim, Rajudu. what did you do to Reginie Jadudu? I mean, I don't know what I did to Reginie Jadudu, but uh, I'm I'm sorry. I guess I, I mean, really, we went out. Yeah. I mean, like like four or five times. It was. You were you didn't really pay much attention. You were sort of reading your physics books. Okay, th- yeah, that makes sense. That's mostly what I did. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think uh I'm sorry that I forgot your existence. Like that sucks, honestly. I mean, my bad, I guess, but uh, this isn't a very funny bit. I think it's a pretty funny bit. Reginie, thanks so much for coming by and accosting Tim with your anger. You're welcome! Uh, we're going to send you home with a prize pack. Uh, yeah. A consolation prize since you didn't get the man. You instead get this wonderful box of flowers from our sponsors at Geico. Geico, wow. the only company where you can get guys. The Geico, the company by the guys of men. Yeah, now get the fuck out. Wee! Bye, Reginie. So, Tim, I've got a, I've got a quiz here for you. You got a spooky quiz? Uh, well, a little bit. Um, so, remember a few weeks ago? Oh, we, uh, nope. Well, yeah, fair enough. Uh, the last time it was just you and moi, mm-hmm. um, you and I. The last time it was just she and me on this podcast, she being Tim and me being Tonsalat and I. The truth has been spoken. Um, we did a, a quiz together about whether or not we were um, narcissists. Oh, yeah, that was fun. And I was and you kind of were. I'm going to do a quiz for you. Okay. Rather, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk you through a quiz right now. To find out if you are a, a psychopath. A psychopath. Okay, so yeah. this time, because we were supposed to do this last time and we didn't. If you're at home, go and is this the kind of thing where you like write down a bunch of answers? Um, or? I mean, I no, I'm pretty sure it, it'll it generates a result for you at the end. Um, okay, well, but I what I'll do. That's is unfortunate. You I'll should just I'll just like, quickly tweet the link. Tweet the link, and then if you're listening to this, you have to go back into Tom's like Twitter history. Yeah, to approximately. <laughs> Today, uh, 8, 8, 8 20 21 p.m. PM yeah. on Wednesday, October the 28th, 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 really? It's the 28th today. Oh, man, you are right. Yeah. Three days to Halloween. Wow. Cool. Tim, what's your favorite Halloween? My no, don't tell me that because we need to do a, a quiz. It's important. I'm sorry. I got okay, sidetracked. Fine. Are you doing the quiz too or just me? Just you. I'm going to I'm going to read it to you and you're going to answer. All right. Go for it. I'm pretty sure they're all true or false. Okay. Okay, so this test has been used by psychologists since 1978 to diagnose psychopathy in mental patients. Psychopathy. It is the best tool science has for identifying psychopathic tendencies. Scoring a 12 out of 16 or higher on this test means that you are likely a psychopath, part of a group that makes up nearly 1% of the global population. And much more of the CEOs. Probably. It's true. Really? Yep. Fair enough. Yeah, because corporate capitalism, like... Like, at its most ruthless kind of rewards a lot of psychopathic tendencies, like mm-hmm. being really glib and able to convince people of things. I don't and, like that word, glib. And, like, not caring, like, not really caring about anybody but yourself. Like, if you've got that combination of things where you can really manipulate without any qualms at all, you're mm-hmm. probably going to rise pretty far. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Well, here's number one. So, yeah, they're, they're all true or false. I just checked. Okay. One, I quickly lose interest in most things that don't involve throwing a moose out of an airplane. Um, I'm going to say true to okay. that one. I mean, yeah, most, I'm, I've never thrown a moose out of an airplane, but I do quickly lose interest in most things. Mm-hmm. Right. So like it doesn't, the moose is kind of irrelevant at this point. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right. The second question, I've looked into the eyes of the Lincoln Memorial and felt nothing. 
Um, I don't know what that is, so I'm going to say false. Okay. The Lincoln Memorial is like a, a, it's a big statue of Abraham Lincoln. Okay. It's actually, oh wait, I've seen pictures of that. Yeah. It's like, that was scary. It's at the base of that big spire thing. It's like, it's like, like sort of beigey marble kind of color. Yeah. yeah. That thing is, that thing freaks me out. That it reminds me of those like gigantic Baphomet statues. So you did in fact feel something when you looked at it. I felt fear. Okay. That's a feeling. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number three. Thinking about bilge pumps is the only thing that gives you great pleasure. Um, not the only thing. I'd have to say, I mean, I, I love me a good bilge pump, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, I like other kinds of pumps too. Like I like heat pumps. Yeah, you do. I love like... Pumped up kicks. Pumped up kicks. Yeah. I, I love me some uh, some heart pumping mm-hmm. action. Yeah. Yep. Some palpitations. Yeah. So no, I can't say only bilge pumps. No. Okay. So false. Although my, my father did have a bilge pump. Really? And it, was, and it was close to my heart. Huh. Because when it worked, we didn't have to mop up the basement. Oh, man. And when it didn't, we did. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll put you as a, as a false on that, dude. Yeah, you can put wording. me as a false. Four. The first thing others notice about me is that I've killed them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that can be true for anyone. Really? Mm. Oh, I guess. Oh, that's that's true. You can you can have like a Shakespeare moment like he has killed me, father. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> like, that, is, that line cracked me up in 10th grade English. I feel like that is the mark of a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Should you be doing this quiz or should I? I don't know, man. Anyways, so, the the thing is that like when I kill somebody, mm-hmm. I do it in a way that they won't notice. Right. Like that's that's a better way to do it. Right. Like you want it, you want it immediate. You don't want something where they have time to shout out, he has killed me, father, because then someone's mm-hmm. gonna, like, someone's going to come running. It yeah. just doesn't make any sense. So like, you know, quick and instant, and then they don't notice anything. So I'm going to have to say false. Okay. All right. Uh, number five. We're only at five? How long is this thing? It's, it's out of 16. 16? You said yeah, 12. Yeah. No, I, if you get 12 out of 16, you're a psychopath. Ah. Uh... Number five. I often justify my actions by claiming I was in soul asylum. Once again, don't know what that is. False. <clears throat> Number six, I frequently pit my friends against each other in a custom-built hole in my backyard called the friend pit. <laughs> well, I mean, I do have... No, not not a friend pit, but I do have a girl pit. See, what you oh. do is you, you dig a pit, and then you... Line... Throw all the girls you're interested in it and no, no, see no, no, who no. emerges victorious? No, 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 no. See, you, you find a path where lots of girls tend to trod, mm-hmm. and then you dig a pit and you line it with sharpened punji sticks. And then you cover it with a like a bed of like twigs and grass, and right. the girl comes along, doo, 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 and then she falls in the hole. And then you come riding along on your horse, like, and you say, "Excuse me, miss, you seem to have fallen into that hole. Would you like to go for coffee sometime?" Oh my goodness, thank you. And that's how you get a date. Because wow. if she doesn't say yes, then how's she going to get out of the hole? Amazing. Okay, I think I'm going to call you a true on that one. Okay, fair enough. Like that's close, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, number seven. People deserve what they get. Um, nah. Okay. I mean, I don't, so. Number eight. People deserve what they got. Uh, um, is that different? Yeah, well, people deserve what they get implies that you, like, have some judgment about, like, what they've got coming to them, whereas people deserve what they got is like, oh, yeah, like, you know, looking back at it, you can reflect on it and say, like, maybe they did deserve that. But that's the same thing. It's just looking at it from the present as opposed to the past. Well, Mr. Science. Well, I don't... No. No, okay. they don't. They don't deserve what they got. They might have deserved it at the time. Uh, but you can only deserve oh. or not deserve the present in the present. No? 
Yeah, I think so. Um, or the future, right? Yeah. You, you don't say like, I gave you this present six months ago because you deserve it now. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to see the moment in the present as a present for the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. Anyways, false. Number nine. People deserve what they are getting. Oh, I mean, from me, yes. Okay. But I don't know if it means from me or from life. I'm calling it a troop. Okay. Number 10. People deserve what they will have gotten when they get what they're going to have got. Um, Say that again. People deserve what they will have gotten when they get what they're going to have got. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if it makes grammatical sense, it makes sense. It does. And I think it makes grammatical sense. Number 11. I started a book club, and the only person who joined me was a man who goes only by the name Listerine. Um, I did never start a book club, but I did have, I did read a lot of books that were only, I was the only person who was reading them at the time, and I did use Listerine sometimes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. while reading those books. Mm -hmm. You know, not not while reading those books, because you get, like, alcohol in the pages, but... right. I did use Listerine and then go back to reading books I had already been reading before. Okay. All right. Listerine. Yeah. Okay. But well, I mean, um, I don't know if I want to, I, I mean, I wouldn't call him a man. All right. Well, no one, no one cares about that. Did you start a book club where the only man was Listerine? No. Okay. False. Listerine isn't even a man. Number 12. I use my charm to get me things even when I'm not on the game show. Incentivize charm. Oh yeah. Totally. That's True. like the only way I ever get things. Uh, Okay. By charm, uh, you mean fists, right? So if I were to show you a picture, uh, you know, I'm going to show you the picture right now. Okay. Um, Should I describe it to the audience? I'll describe it real quick. Uh, it is a man in a coat with glasses. Uh, there's a woman next to him in a green shirt. Um, it looks like maybe the set of a, of a, of a crime scene investigation show uh, in, in like a room where they do research. And it says in, in a red font above it, kind of nondescriptly, cubes of ice. So I need you to tell me if this picture sends you into a six-day rage. He is looking at the picture. I mean, let me know tomorrow, because I don't want to I don't want a six-day rage now. I want to wait till I finish the podcast. Okay. But you, you don't want to get real mad on this podcast? No, no. I think I'm I'm not, I mean, you can get mad if you want, because I flicked the microphone. Well, I'm a little salty. Uh you always are. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I love about you. That's a little throwback because we were talking about our bodies being made of salt. I'm going to say that's a false for you because you okay. didn't immediately throw my phone. No, I didn't. Number 14. I don't feel remorse when I pray every day for World War One to be canonized by Pope Francis as a Catholic saint. Um, I, I don't. That That's true. I don't feel any remorse. True. For that. But <laughs> that's a there's there's a few different conditions put into that question. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like the, the the overall statement, I would have to say, yeah, true. All I'll right. just leave it at that. All right. If you are logical, maybe you can figure out a way out of me. I like to think I'm logical. That. But whatever. All right. I've once wandered. This is question 15. Okay. I've once wandered through the forest for days on end. And when I got out, no one except a man who goes only by the name Listerine was looking for me. Mm, Listerine wasn't looking for me. Okay. False. Uh, number 16. Now I need you to just give me a true or false at the end of this one. True. It's a long one. Okay. Oh, okay. Hmm, number 16. I think people get what's coming to them, except for the late Elizabeth Edwards, who was an amazing, perfect woman and still got completely sandbagged by that disgusting snake in the yard, John Edwards. I relive those events often more than daily, and they make me sick to my stomach. 
Even just thinking about Elizabeth's emotional sit-down with Oprah just months before her death with all the poise and grace she exuded while she was withering from cancer and heartbreak and betrayal sends me into a torrent of tears. I would murder John Edwards if given the chance, as I would murder anyone who would refuse to murder him if that information was made available to me. True or false? True. True. All right, let's see what your results are. Are you a psychopath? I don't know. Uh, the results are, you are at moderate risk of being a psychopath. Wow, Not too much risk. to worry about here, although you are more likely to arbitrarily call up the UN and ask them to kick out Slovenia than the average person. Luckily, when you go missing for days, people other than a man who goes only by the name Listerine are looking for you. That's not true. I specifically said the opposite. No, you said that when you go missing for days, he's not the only one who goes I said he, w- he didn't even show up. Nobody. It was just, I came home. Oh, well. I sat down. I kept working. Everybody was like, oh, hey, Tim, what's up? All right. Well, it's an online quiz. The results are never perfect. I know. They always miss these various, like, sociological factors. Yeah. They try to boil you down to just a couple of dots on a page. Yeah. Uh, Psychopathy is more complicated than that, you know? It is. It is for sure. Hey, do you want to tell people your new Twitter handle? Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, So you guys might have, at some point in the the recent past, have heard about uh, me me and... uh, uh, you might maybe you've uh, in the you might at some point have heard about uh, my, my, my friend uh, my friend Matt QN on on the Twitter. Uh, he he and I re- recently a, cu- a couple nights ago decided that we were going to make a, a, t- a Twitter. <laughs> Are you really making fun of people with speech impediments right now? You know, no, I just I that started, was okay in the forties. I started stuttering and then I just didn't stop stuttering. Oh, I mean, to be fair. Daffy Duck had a speech impediment, and he got a lot of mileage out of it. That's Porgy Pig you're thinking of. Ducks and pigs are different. Anyway, Daffy Duck also had a speech impediment, bruh. Go follow... Go follow... Follow. Go go follow uh, at just... I will follow you. Just just three ducks. Follow you wherever you may go. I don't know that song. No? Will you follow me into the dark? No. Tim, what do you think about darkness? Um, I, I enjoy darkness, comma, the, which was a band... The darkness. What did they do? They did. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> yeah, that song. Cool. I, pl- I played that song for a talent show when I was in grade eleven, and my voice still hadn't changed. Okay. So I played the drums along with two exchange students and my brother, and I sang the lead, and it was glorious. Why are there so many exchange students in Hudson? Well, I, I aren't my there family, like twelve people in Hudson? Yeah, but my family tended tends to take exchange students. Uh, do you think they'd take me? You're not um, an exchange student. What if I wanted? You're also not Brazilian. They're partial to Brazilians. Uh, that's fair. Did your dad like live in Brazil? Yeah, my dad. There was, we go. Back when my dad was a missionary and he was going mm, to be a priest. It's a pronounced missionary. Missionary. He was going to be a, a priest missionary mm-hmm, for the mm-hmm. Jesuits. I don't like that word, Jesuits. He was going to be in the Jesuits. So he went to Brazil mm-hmm. and he upset the established order and they chased him out. Wow. But in the meantime, he uh, he learned some Portuguese mm-hmm. and now we like Brazilians. Nice. Hey Tim, what's uh, what is your deepest fear? Did you uh, did you even tell them what the name of the Twitter handle was? Yeah, I did. I said it was at just three ducks. At just three ducks. Do you want right. to read us a tweet from at just three ducks, uh. or do you not? I mean, it's okay if you want to say no. <coughs> just don't deny my reality, bro. <coughs> that was actually very. That was very close to like. There's this certain like sound that house music always uses. In like when it's starting a song, <laughs> and that was extreme. Like the way it sounded in my headphones, anyways, it was extremely oh. close to that. Like, <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, and like the really long, like, anyways, just three ducks. Here's one. 
uh, at a party. Hostess, frazzled. I can't get this wine open. Does anybody have a corkscrew? Three ducks in a man suit, seductively. Quack. <laughs> That's just a, a little science joke for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's mm-hmm. another Quack. one. Um, well, I don't even. I don't even know. Wait, wait, wait. Subway. What kind of bread, man? Pond soaked. Subway. Okay. Uh, wait, man. Coat falls off three ducks and they scatter. Subway. Fucking ducks. These yeah. are not as funny to. They're, it's say. it's hard to do them in in in, in language because yeah. they're written. Yeah. Here's here's one. Duck. Do you want your sandwich on bread or a lettuce wrap? Other duck. Shut the fuck up, Karen, with your dumb lettuce bullshit. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh dear. Little Red Riding Hood be like, my granny, what webbed feet you have. Three ducks emerge from under blanket, kill a rat, and steal her bread basket. So essentially this entire, just just to be clear, the only thing you're tweeting from this is stories about three ducks in a man suit yeah. or three ducks in other adventures. Yeah. And the the punchline is always exactly the same, which is that ducks really <laughs> like bread. Yes. That's, that's the entire Twitter handle? <laughs> P- pretty much, yeah. So if you're into ducks... I uh, go follow just three ducks. At just Twitter. three ducks, you already have I don't know some followers. Anyways, it's about thirty do, thirty do, thirty do. You have thirty do, and you're following four, and I am one of them. I feel so honored. Tim, why don't you go ahead and tell me what's your greatest fear? <sighs> um, I had a, I don't know, my greatest irrational fear. No, or your greatest fear. fear. Um, the thing that genuinely terrifies the deep, dark depths of your diddle old soul. I think it's like, I mean, I th- I think it's something to do with death. Like, I th- I think it's just like blank infinity. Blank infinity? What yeah. Does that like, mean? Blank in- like, like infinite anything, really, but also infinite nothing. Like, I remember the dream that always t- like horrified me the most as a child. It was this dream where I had to count... Um, these gigantic rolling white snowballs that were bouncing around a gigantic cavern. Uh-huh. But every time they hit a wall, they would split in two and become two gigantic rolling balls. Uh-huh. And then they would just multiply. And I could never count them because every time I tried to count them, there were there were like double the amount and then there were double that amount and there were double that amount. Oh, that is stressful. And every time I counted more, there was like... I was counting more and more, but I was there was less and less of the total number of them that I had counted, and it was never going to end, and I could feel this like infinity just swelling and never ending of these gigantic things just like building for all eternity, Man. and I was stuck there. That's pretty spooky. And I think, I don't know, just like that feeling of never-endingness and of like how big something can be, like the, the overawing just like giganticness of possibility and like the universe i don't know it's it's frightening to think about yeah I but i'm not that. sure why like that's why i was asking if you wanted a rational fear because i feel like that's kind of irrational like there's no there's nothing about that infinity that's gonna like do anything bad to me hmm. except maybe that you know, there's an infinite time to be dead and only a finite time to be alive but oh i hadn't actually thought about that <laughs> I mean, maybe not. Weird. Depends on your religion, I guess. But yeah, it's hmm. okay. So you're you're afraid of the infinite? Yeah. I don't know. What are you afraid of? Mm. Spider. Spider. Yeah. Eh, it's not really a fear. What if you had infinite spider? Um, have you ever Have you ever been in that situation where you stepped on a pregnant spider? 
You no. ever seen that shit? No. Uh, this was back at camp a few years ago. I've seen videos of this. Yeah, I there. I got out of the shower, uh, and, I, and one of the other guys was there too. And he was like, "Yo, look at that big ass spider!" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna step on it." So I stepped on it, and as I lifted my foot, I saw thousands of baby spiders mm, pour out from it. Fun. And that was the moment I knew that I didn't like camp. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last time I ever went to camp in I, my life. No, I think it was the year before. Mm. I, I did go back once, but but you didn't step on any spiders. Nope, not a one. I don't like rats anymore because they bit me in the face. Yeah, that's exciting. Did I ever tell that story? Uh, I mean, you can tell it again. Guys, we talk so much, uh, both on the internet and in our personal lives. So if we ever retell a story, don't get mad. But like, yeah, that's true. We're going on like 24 hours of podcasting. This is the 22nd episode. Yeah. Yeah. And some of our episodes are like over an hour, right? Yeah. So we could be going on like a solid day of having talked to the internet. We're definitely almost there. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of frightening. Or fantastic. It's like more time than I've spent with a lot of people I know mm-hmm. in like a year. I mean, I've definitely like, I'm definitely past that point already in terms of in terms of talking to the I, internet. I've spent talking to the internet like I'm I'm there. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I've talked to the internet a bunch mm-hmm. as well. But just, I mean, just in this format, even like people right. can just go back on this playlist. Yeah. And it's getting to the point where they can start it when they wake up. And then it'll still be going when they wake up the next day. Yeah. That's exciting to me. That's, yeah, I guess so. We can be your constant companion. Yeah. If you want us to be your constant companion, go to iTunes.com and subscribe. What, wouldn't it be, (laughs) I was going to say, it would be really interesting to have like a whole group of people get together and do something so that there was a constant podcast going all day, every day. Uh And then I realized that that that's just live radio. That is just live radio. Man, like that's definitely been done. Do you know about do you know about the Internet? Do you know about IHOP? Um, International House of Pancakes or International House of Prayer? International House of Prayer. Okay, Uh, it's like a school in Kansas City, I think. Kansas City. Uh, that puts on... Kansas City, like, here we come. Do you want to let me fucking talk, you <laughs> scrub? <laughs> did you just swear while talking about an international house of prayer? Yeah, I did. That's wonderful. Continue. So, so these these motherfuckers in, in Kentucky, <laughs> they have a school... Home of chicken and prayer. Home of chicken and prayer. Uh, guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Kentucky. This episode of the podcast is bar- brought to you by Chicken and Prayer. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Psychopaves. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Tom's glinty eyes that are staring into my soul. It's fun because you're sitting a lot taller than me, so I feel like uh-huh. a child looking up at his father. Yeah, because number one, you're on this squishy couch, mm-hmm. and number one, you've just got a very slouchy kind of posture. <laughs> like you're not shorter than me, I don't think. No, but I'm taller you're, than you. yeah, you're taller than me, but you're just very slooching yeah whereas meanwhile straight up i'm on this like because yeah because you can't how do you talk when you're down there i don't know i almost considered setting it up so that we were just kind of next to each other on the couch and we just kind of like lean that's how kind of how simon and i did it actually we were just kind of next to each other it worked pretty well yeah i thought about it but then i was like no i don't want tim to be comfortable that's good because when i'm comfortable i'm not alert and that's it you need to be alert i'm at my most alert when i'm like slouchy Mm, weird yeah why do you think that is? Because uh, back in high school, I had a gym teacher. I actually, I actually have an answer for this. I'm not really. Wow. Yeah. I had a gym teacher who like was also. So I took this course called leadership phys ed. Okay. That was essentially like four extra periods of gym 
where we also learned about like leadership skills and how to like run activities and like be a positive influence in communities and like stuff. how to lead people in physical activities or just to lead in general in, like life uh both okay. yeah um and so i took that class and i had this teacher shout out to jeff Caso. i think he's still at west mount high yo jeff uh Go Knights. Uh, and I, I don't even... <laughs> that's Is like that the most, actually the name of their, their sports group? I, the sports and club? You know, I don't even know. Go Knights. I don't even know. Because we had like a knight on our uniform, so I'm assuming, but like... But it could have been like the Rooks. I never paid any or attention like the to, Cavaliers. to any of the sports, so I, I really don't know. Anyway, Jeff told me, uh, told us one day and was like, look, if you want to look like you're paying attention to people and you want to really, really engage with what they're saying, mm-hmm. you have to adopt a posture where you're leaning in and nodding a lot. Right. Yeah. So you might notice like I nod constantly in conversation. You do. Like just my head never stops. And I'm I like always presume head. that you're paying attention because you do that. Yeah. Are you? I usually am. Okay. Well, yeah, that works. If, the more I nod, the more I'm paying attention. Oh, that's good. Because you have yeah. to focus on the nodding, right? Yeah. Unless it, like, does that ever become autopilot? Like, you're thinking about pizza, and then you just keep nodding and staring? (laughs) Sometimes I do think about pizza and nod, yeah. But that's it, yeah. So I I tend to, like, focus on what's being said by, like, Mm. nodding and leaning in closer. So if I'm, like, if I were sitting up straight, I would not be paying attention. Weird. Yeah. Do you ever get in a situation where you're, like, I don't know, I I think maybe I'm mildly ADD, but I, like, I can't always pay attention to things even when they're really important conversations and I really want to know what the person is saying Mm -hmm. I don't know why it is like someone will be telling me like about their you know like saddest life story and I'm really like I really want to hear this like I'm genuinely interested but then I get in this like something will distract me for a moment and I'll pursue that distraction just enough that I lose it and then I start freaking out internally about how I don't care about this person because I'm not paying attention (laughs) to them and then it just goes off from there and Five minutes later, I have no clue what they're talking about. Yeah, I think I I have those moments for sure. Mm. But it depends on like... So I I often hear people talk about how like the best way to do conversation and the best way to have good relationships with people uh, in relation to the way that you like talk to them Mm. uh, is to listen to the end of their sentence. Okay. Uh, And then just repeat what they just said. So see, you just did the wrong thing. Uh, So what you're supposed to do... Uh, is basically listen to what they're saying. And even if you have a thought halfway through what they're saying, don't hold on to that thought. Keep paying attention until the end of their sentence and then respond to what they finished with. Respond to what they finished with. Exactly. Yeah. Whether it's just repeating what they're saying or asking a question that engages what they just said. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But what if you have an important thought in the middle of what they said? Hold on to it. And if the end of what they said isn't that important, then go with it. And if not, then apologize and be like, okay, but what about this? Because maybe maybe what they finished with is actually an important other thing. And you're like, uh, but I kind of want to say this important thought I had. Then it's excusable, but at least you didn't like interject it. That's true. And then they never get to the point that they were going to say. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I guess, well, like like if you if you do interject and you don't let them finish, then I guess there's like, you're kind of, you're pulling away from the conversation before they get to what they were actually trying to say, but just trying to figure out how to get there. Right. Which is why like, it's so hard to, to tell girls that you're interested in them because that <laughs> shit happens every time. Um, example. I don't, I don't have an example. Okay. But fine. you've never been in a situation where you're like sitting down to talk to a girl and then like she says something and you're like, Oh, I should engage at this point for a while before I bring up the thing that's on my mind. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I would need to remember the last time that happened. 
Oh, look at this big shot over here. Good at relationships suddenly. <laughs> like, I mean, I would have to remember the last time that, I don't know. I, I think my default for, for the past long while in like engaging with romantic relationships is to just like wait and I don't know, just like have a complete non sequitur, just like <laughs> either, either like an, either so non sequitur that you're like not even together and you just send the person a message being like, Hey, I want to talk to you about something. And then you go and have a conversation where you're, where eventually one of you will be like, so what was the thing we wanted to talk about? And then right. like you have to do it. Right. So then there's no mm-hmm. possibility. Or the other thing is just to like, I mean, the last time I asked someone out, I literally just waited until I was about to leave. And I was like, oh, wait, one more thing. <laughs> Man. Yeah. The the last time that I did the whole like send the person text being like, hey, I want to talk to, about, talk to you about something important. Like, can we meet up? Yeah. The last time I did that, uh, I ended up deciding halfway through like the meal or whatever that I was in fact not going to ask this person out. Oh geez. That and, is awkward. Yeah. And so by, by the end of it, they were like, Oh, Hey, so what did you want to talk to me about? And I was like, Oh, it's really convenient that I like actually had like scheduling things I needed to talk to you about as well as this. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, what are we doing with this? <laughs> and totally saved it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And she was like, I wonder if in her head was like, he's going to ask me out. He's going to ask me out. He's going to ask me out. To this day, have no idea. Doesn't wow. matter. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you are that girl and you know and you remember that conversation, <laughs> let us know in the comments. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, like, there are definitely, like, a handful of girls who I've been interested in to the point of wanting to, like, pursue something and then mm-hmm. didn't end up doing it. And yeah. I wonder how many of them, like, were aware of that. Yeah. I, that's true. I've had that a few a few times as well. Where, like, you, you have a, a, at some point, you're like, I really want to ask this person out. And then either someone else comes along or you like get to know them better and you're like, no, nah, maybe I'll wait a bit more. Mm-hmm. There's some weird things going on here. And then you get like less and less sure. Yeah. And as time passes, it sort of like it reaches a, a slow roll on the top. And then instead of like just continuing on an upward trend, it just kind of fizzles again. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking these headphones off for a second because my ears just popped. Oh, man, that's awkward. Uh, yeah, really uncomfortable. You OK. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Welcome to the latest episode mm. of Up for Discussion. Pressure drop. Uh, there we go. I'm good. My ears have been doing this thing for the past couple of weeks where just like at least once a day they'll just pop mm. and like I won't be able to like get them back to like normal for like a couple of minutes. That always happens to me when I'm allergic to something or sick. Mm. Well, I don't get sick. I just get cool. So mm. you just get cool. Mm. Hey, remember when you were going to say something about IHOP? Oh, yeah. Well, we were talking about doing like a, a, a constant like constant podcast or whatever yeah they do uh this is the international house of prayer in kansas city kansas and not to be confused with the cat international house of purr is that real no but i hope it is where they just have like a 24-hour <laughs> podcast of cats purring that would oh, be great man. i would listen to that just like purr man all the time. uh anyway they they do a, a 24-hour like church service kind of thing like every day constantly it doesn't stop wow and it's live streamed that's impressive yeah yeah like back in my like back in my like i'm on fire okay yeah back in my i'm on fire for jesus days i would put that on in the background while i was doing other stuff and just be like yeah it's so cool that they're worshiping right now what do they do i don't really give a shit what what do they what do they do so do they have like i think it's like 200 musicians on staff okay who like it's their full-time job so they'll like come in and like play for like shifts basically okay uh and rotate around 
but they'll never all rotate the whole band at the same time. So it'll be like a singer will step down and someone else will step up. So it's like, and then like a couple minutes later, so a bassist will, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like not different sets. Down. They just keep going. They just keep going. So it's, it's just, it's always music though. Like, well, no, no, stop no. playing music so and like do other things. They'll also like, sometimes it'll be instrumental music and people will be reading over it. Like there's okay. prayer, there's prayer services and stuff, but it's essentially mm. just 24 seven church. Interesting. Not yeah. to be confused with the 24-7 church in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, which is now defunct. What was it? It was a church. They they were... Fuck my ears. Not that. But uh, yeah, they, they were a church. They, they met in like a skate park. Oh, cool. And they were called the 24-7 church. And they, uh, they had their services at 2.47 in the afternoon. Okay. And, so it was uh, just a pun. It wasn't actually a philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't really a philosophy. Although I, th- I think, you know, it, there was probably some meaning behind it, but... Man, I can't tell that all these churches that have numbers in their names now. Man, that's cray cray. Figured out Initiative Twenty Two, Church Twenty One. Those are the same Isaiah church. Forty, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Corinthians three thirty three. I don't know. Is Malachi three six. Is that also a church? No, that's just a verse of the Bible. And I then, am the and Lord, then, and I do not change. And then not like like not only is it, it's not confusing enough that you just have numbers for your churches, but then you've got to have the same acronyms as like pancake houses and things. It's just yeah, that was maybe not their best choice. <laughs> Who came first? I mean, probably the pancakes. Oh, probably the pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, maybe it was intentional. <laughs> I love pancakes. They were like, and on Easter the Lord rose, and pancakes also rise, and oh. therefore. They don't really. They kind of do. They've got some bubbles in them. They just cook a little. Got some bubbles in them. Bubbles. There's a a similar thing that people do in in the Catholic Church. Actually, it's called perpetual adoration. So there's like it's not it's not live streamed and it's not like a production. Right. It's just that like there are some chapels where they have like the Blessed Sacrament, Mm. which is supposed to be like the bread that is supposed to be Jesus, Mm -hmm. and there has been someone praying in front of it for like fifty years. Wow. Just like I mean, not the same person, but someone. That's cool. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I wonder about the necessity of stuff like that, but I do think that it's a a cool concept. I mean, it's a way to just be like, we're always going to be doing this, right? And then you can you can go to that chapel at any point and get in and pray, which is I guess is cool too. Like if you're there, that's the thing with your IHOP thing, right? Is that you can always tune in no matter what how awkward a time of it is. You can just tune in, right? So that's useful. Whoa. What? So did someone share us his poopy story? No, but uh, Eva Amson at Eastern Blot on the Twitter. Hi, Eastern Blot Eva. Uh, so I shared your, your psychopath results. Okay. Um, and she replied with, I just did the exact same quiz and got the same result. Now I'm doing the click venture where you have to evolve into a duck. You evolve into a duck I think a click I, venture? Should I find that? Should we do that? I mean, I don't think it'll make very good podcasting, to be honest, Probably if it's a not. click adventure. Yeah, good point. Have you, uh, That'd be interesting. That reminds me no of... No one's sending us questions, though. Fuck. Sorry. Man. Have you watched Star Trek Voyager? Nope. There's this great episode of Star Trek Voyager where um, the the main pilot decides to take a little craft and go warp 10, which okay. is like infinite speed, but he has figured out the equations to do that. So he goes infinite speed and then he is everywhere at once. And then when he comes back, he feels really weird. And then he starts like hyper evolving and uh, the episode finishes like, and then somehow he like infects the captain. Oh no, no. He, he like... He starts hyper evolving and getting really weird and like breathing different. Like he, he needs like a xenon atmosphere all of a sudden or something. Mm-hmm. And then he starts getting really weird and like kidnaps the captain and goes warp 10 with her. And it ends up 
that they're both on this planet as and they've evolved into salamanders <laughs> and they've like repopulated this planet with little salamander babies and then the enterprise finds them and beams them back and just changes them back and they laugh about it and they're like hey remember that time that we like evolved <laughs> and got it on and populated a planet with like very future of human salamanders and they're like oh yeah that was fun Wow. And then the next episode is something completely different. Do they ever reference it again after <laughs> No, that? they do not. Amazing. That's what I love about Star Trek. Like, those shows are just like, unless it's a major plot arc, there's just no necessary continuity. And every time, it just goes back to exactly the way it started by the yeah. end. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I love episodic TV like that. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm almost finished watching Frasier. Have you? I know I'm going to cry like a little bitch on the last episode. Have you? You've never watched it before, eh? Uh, I've never watched it the whole way through. Like I've seen a lot of it. Okay, but you don't know how it. Do you know how it ends? <clears throat> I know how it ends. I, I'm sure I saw the finale at some point, like ten years ago. Mm, man, because they played that shit in syndication, right? I guess so. So like I used to watch back when people like, had TVs. Yeah, like back back in like high school, I had cable. I think that was the last time I had cable. Yeah, Maybe the last not. time I had cable was when I lived at home. Yeah, that's it. When I moved out, I stopped having. It. Yeah, so even in even in Sejep, I had. Uh, I had satellite, I guess. Okay. But uh, I definitely watched Frasier like occasionally back then. And I I remember the finale, but not vividly. And like, you know, I've never watched the whole thing start to finish till now. Do you want to uh, do you want to spoil it for everybody who's currently listening to the podcast? No, please. <laughs> Man, I really don't want to spoil the end of Frasier. Does, uh, he, does he die? No, nobody dies. Nobody. Some, some cool shit happens. Okay. Yeah. So you start another life with another TV show? Oh man, like they set up the ending of it so that like that could potentially happen, but but it, then nobody picked up the show. Yeah, it's never happened. Like I would love if there was a TV show like set like now, like 10 years after the end of Frasier, where Frasier just like, oh, all of a sudden like he has to like start like a podcast. I mean, because that's, radio doesn't exist anymore. And so he he gets into podcasting and like his I don't know, his brother and Daphne are like better at podcasting than him and he has to like deal with that and it's a burden for him and maybe his like his son who would be in his 20s by now is like also a podcaster and like teaches him shit i don't know i i feel like you've planned this out very well for the purposes of you being cast as the son who is in his 20s right now. oh no they'd have to retain the same cast oh really the guy who played the son was on mad men for a couple seasons oh really yeah i don't remember his name right now oh well but didn't matter yeah does he look like you no not even a little Oh, well. No, no, no. I would just want to see this show exist. Like, I mean, probably something that took Frasier to the next level. Like when Netflix runs out of things that people really want, oh maybe my they'll God. start doing Frasier. Oh, don't even suggest that people don't want more Frasier. <laughs> Does anyone other than you watch Frasier? You know, it's actually incredible. Like three or four podcasts that I've listened to. Okay, so granted, one of them is actually like a Frasier themed podcast. Okay, well, that doesn't <laughs> And talk about it. But the other three all at some point mentioned like Frasier was a really fantastic show. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, in fact, I think uh, I can't remember which ones it was. Uh, one of them was the source fed podcast. Like okay. a couple of the hosts have mentioned Frasier being great. Uh, one of them, I think did dear Hank and John talk about Frasier. I haven't listened to dear Hank and John. Sorry, Hank and John. If you're listening to this, you're not listening to this. I can't remember. It was either them. It was one of the like two person shows that I listened to. And then something else, I can't remember what. Anyway, people have acknowledged it. Frasier is a good show. I mean, I believe that. The world that. needs more. <laughs> How many seasons does it have again? 11. 
That's Which too is like many a lot seasons. of it's a lot of seasons. I'm saying we need a we need like not a reboot, not like more seasons of Frasier, but we need those characters in another spin-off. Mm, maybe they should just revive Cheers. No, that would be a lot harder and worse. Get him to Ugh, just get my, Fraser, Fraser to just move back. Uh, I played with my headphone wire and I cut out for a second and it, it, it made me think that my life was ending. Tom, don't you know that it's a sin to play with your headphone wires? Don't you know that it's a sin to touch your own headphone? Yeah, I did know that. Man. That's why I said that. Yeah. Uh, Tim, what show would you want more of? Um, This isn't spooky. We need to talk about spooky shit. I want more of the spooky show. Mm. I don't know. I, I was I'd, working in the lab. Like Bill Nye the Science Guy, obviously. But I, other than that, I didn't really watch TV. Right. So, like now, I mean, Firefly is a given. But at the same time, they can't because they did a movie and then killed off some of the characters. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and rest in peace, Mal Reynolds. Oh, I know Mal Reynolds. <laughs> but I would, I would definitely, I would watch a spinoff of Firefly that was like just Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Like. Because I, I feel like he could probably, like, maybe his personality is split into, like, six different people. And it's just him doing all the characters and voices, like, jumping around like a madman. And oh. his, like, he, he's just, like, careening through space on his Firefly. And he's got, like, life support. Oh, my God. And food. But he has no company and no, oh. no contact with anything. And it's just him, like, living out his days. I thought you meant he was on life support. And <laughs> so, like, it just occasionally will, like like, cut to a clip of him, like, in the hospital. Uh, and like he's in a coma okay. and then the whole show is taking place in his mind and right. you see like, and it's all the characters from Firefly, but they're all him, but they're all, yeah, yeah. It's the characters from Firefly and they're all alive. But every time that one of them is about to talk, you see like, like a, a ghost version of Nathan Fillion warp from whatever character he w- was most recently talking into the character who's about to talk. Like he's just jumping back and forth between their bodies. Okay. But I don't think that you should even employ the other actors. Like I think just, Nathan, <laughs> just Nathan Philly. <laughs> you just want him in costumes. Yeah. I just want him like uh, all, all the people all the time. God damn it. I need to stop touching this wire. Yeah, you do. It's what, a sin. What about the lady who's naked a lot of the time? I mean, just he, naked Nathan Philly. Nathan Fillion's naked sexy. Fillion. That's true. He's pretty, I've, I'm going to sneeze. Do you ever get those sneezes where your nose and your upper lip start tingling at the same time? And you're like, oh, I'm going to sneeze. I get, I don't know about tingling, but my upper lip and nose definitely like twitch. Mm. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, you're going to sneeze. I'm going to yawn. It's okay. I didn't sneeze. I repressed it. (sighs) I didn't repress the yawn. I suppressed it. This is not spooky either. Ooh. Tim, let's say some spooky shit. Um, Tonight at the stroke of midnight. You need to get closer to the mic. Tonight stroke of midnight my beard will tickle your throat that's gross ew ugh <laughs> no your turn okay alright I've got some spooky dookie shit for you okay, you ready spooky dookie you ready for some spooky dookie I shit I really don't want to know about your spooky dookies um, once upon a time in a kingdom not too far from right here there was a young maiden and the young maiden went out into the kitchen one night to get herself a good old sandwich. And when she opened up the fridge, there was just a large pile of poo inside it. And so the maiden said, oh, that's gross. And she closed the fridge and turned around and got stabbed six times. It was Jon Snow. Do you want to freestyle and end this shit? Yeah, sure. Uh, Oh, 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 we just got a tweet at us. Oh, super. We oh, get shit. A, do we get a spooky story? 
Okay, <laughs> this is confusing. Um, <clears throat> so I just got a tweet that said at down with talking at Tom Zalatni. That's my spooky story, uh, and it was a reply from 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 at a little Dewey, which is uh, our friend Jake Weens on the Twitter. Okay. Uh, his... Hey, hello, Frank. 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 Wait, Jake. Jake oh, Jake Weens. Jake Weens. Jake Weens. Jake Weens. Jaquisha. Our good friend Jaquisha Weeners Slav. <laughs> Uh, says on a scale from John Green to Ayn Rand, how bad is feeling like a kindred spirit to Adorno? That's his spooky story. Apparently, Adorno. Adorno. What's Adorno? I mean, it knows how many times you touch it on a daily basis to open the knobs. (laughs) Nailed it. You want to do some freestyling? Let's do some freestyling. Okay, I made a spooky beat. We got a spooky, scary beat. Spooky, scary beat. Man, I'm going to wet my whistle with a little bit of Geico brand water. Geico, the only company where guys can go and just, man, do the guy things. Mm. (laughs) Up for discussion is not sponsored in any way by Geico, and we do not actually sell insurance. Just thought we should. No, no, no. I'm saying G U Y C O. Geico, (laughs) the only company for manly guys. Uh, I think that's Old Spice. Mm. That's possible. Okay, here's a beat. Let's do some things. Mustard on the beat, ho. That doesn't work. God damn it. <laughs> What's wrong? Oh, you have... It's not uh, beating. You gotta... It's, it might be switched to... Oh, there we there go. There we go. Is it on a loop? Is it just yep. gonna loop forever? Yep. Great. I think it's... A, oh, yeah. shit. Look at this spooky dookie beat. Yeah. Oh. You wanna set it off? Oh, man. All right. You ready? Yeah. Yo, it's up for discussion doing spooky dookie beats. Sitting on our asses in our spooky dookie seats. Yeah. Sitting on the floor. There's no socks on my feeds. Well, there is, but my socks got holes. They beat. A while ago, because I got big nails on my big toe, and they tear these big holes in my socks every week. And then you got to smell my stinky, stinky reek. Wow. Uh, from my feet. All right. Yo, I'm a spooky podcaster, the spookiest most. I'm spookier than a podcasting ghost. I like when I flow so cold like a ghost. (laughs) I'm not good at this, man. (laughs) Yeah. Let me try it again. All right, all right. Go, Tim. Somebody called me a werewolf because I had too much chin hair. Because I had too much chin wear wolf on my chin there. But then that wasn't very scary. I was just really, really hairy. I went to school. I scored some baskets. Because that's what werewolves do in class. Yeah. It's when they're teen wolves. With a new miniseries. Word. It's not good. Yo, you're talking about Teen Wolf. I've never seen it. But did you know in that movie that you can see a penis? No. In one scene where they're at a pep rally, there's a dude in the stands looking at his phallus. Yeah, I <laughs> just ran those words. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. You can look up the clip on the YouTube later. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we're talking about Teen Wolf, those are dogs, but I like the animals that are not dogs. I'm talking cats. How do you feel about that? Cats are great, especially when they're fat. Sometimes when they're running down the street, you see the stomach that wobbles much faster than their feet go. Uh-huh. Wibble, wibble, wobble, wibble, 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 wibble. Yo, I saw a study today. 
It said there are certain cats that are mostly okay and other cats really, really mean. And it depends on their color and it depends on their sheen. There's a genetic correlation between cats that are good in this nation and cats that are kind of shitty, just pretty, got good colors, but they're not very witty. They just like to scratch you up, back it up. I gotta tell you about these cats now. What colors are good? What colors are bad? What'll scratch you and make you sad? See, the ones that are black and white, like the one my sister has, the bad cat, don't trust that shit, dad. It don't work, it just scratch your face off. But the ones that are solid colors, man, they just placate ya. They, they're nice. It's actual genetic correlation, it's fun. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you're talking about black cats saying that they're angry, but mm. I think you've got to check your privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah. Actually, the black cats, like black and white cats, are mean, but t- solid black cats are really nice. Solid black cats are so sweet. Yeah, like but like pan. for some reason, black and white, and like just the female ones. If they're if you're female black and white cats, they're like genetically bad. They're just really? not good creatures. Yo, back when I was kid, I had a black cat. She okay. was black and white and really, really fat. She had lights. Lice. She had lice. She did not have lice. That is unfortunate. <laughs> I misspoke. Okay, let's oh, try this know. again. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yo, I had this black cat. She was really fat. Her legs were hidden by her stomach rolls of fat. She was large. She was black and white. Sometimes I could see her in the night because her eyes were bright green. And she was never all that mean. So I think that you're just making some prejudiced assumptions. I don't know where you get that kind of gumption. Forrest Gump shit. Bubba Gump shit. Yo, eating shrimp while I'm sitting on the toilet. With my cat running in the room, climbs onto my lap, cause that's just how they do. When a cat sees you sitting on a toilet, you know that they're gonna come and they try to enjoy it. Cause when they sit on your lap, you know they feel much better than they did before. Uh, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> Yo, my first cat, she was really, really fat too. <laughs> Alright, let's see if I can do this. I had a fat cat and she had it all. A gray cat, we used to call her furball. She didn't meow. She didn't really hiss. She just kinda went like this. All the time and she'd purr really loud. Whether she was sad or mad or glad, it didn't matter what she had. She'd just purr and growl. You never knew how she actually felt. Man, she was svelte. She was pretty good at bringing home stuff like chipmunks without the heads on. Man, you got cats dead wrong because there is a genetic correlation between color and badness, but it's not one-to-one. That's madness. Science isn't that strong. You got to take a lot of cats to carry on and see if there's just a genetic diversity that makes it work, you see. Uh-huh. It's not like it's not like a perfect correlation. It's just you know, like statistically. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, you can have a you can have a good black cat and a bad like 
Calico Cat, but it doesn't mean it's they're just in the ends of the bell curve. I just wonder how much of that is just kind of confirmation bias. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I, I believe the study because I, my sister has a really mean black and white cat, but also this was a real study. Lila's a sweetheart. You don't talk uh, dirt she, on Lila. Uh, she's. I have so many scars from Lila. Man, I have so many scars from you, but you don't see me saying that Tim Blaze are bad. Well, there's only one of them. We don't have the statistical sampling. That's true. Hmm. You need to name your son Tim, and we need a cigarette. Cigarette. We need to figure out if he's bad. <laughs> Yo, I need a cigarette. I need to go to the vet to tell if my cat is smoking or not. Yeah. Yo, you're asking if your cat is smoking or not. Uh. Ha. I tell you, man, that cat is smoking hot. Ha. It's really pretty. Ha. It's really kitty. Ha. Oh, man, I want to swim in that kitty. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. This is reality. Tom and Tim talking about bestiality. It's not fun. You don't do that on a podcast. Man, I'm going to put you right now on blast because you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Man, that cat's going to freak me out. It's got really, really loud meow. Where'd you get it? I know. I don't know what I said. It. It's in this app. How does it? How is it doing that? Like, is there like a reverb setting on that? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm pressing the button multiple times. Oh, it's, it's really good. It sounds like it's in a cave. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> mm. I had a cat in a cave. His name was Dave. He was 70% shaved. Just his paws and his head were not. He looked like a lion. Not hot. Just kind of awkward and small. Had it all except for warmth because he curled up in a ball but he had no fur to keep him warm. Just sat there feeling really scorned in his cave with bats and stuff. Rats and stuff. He got jacked up on some crack and stuff. Because <laughs> that's all they had in the cave to keep him feeling energetic and not going to sleep. Man, he would have loved some beef, but he didn't have any. Just chicken, man. Just kick it. Don't kick your cat. That's Don't bad. do it. That's against animal cruelty laws, man. They got some cruelty jaws when they chomp down on some flying squirrels. You know, my cat brought home that ship. That was the world's weirdest thing that I've ever, ever seen. A headless flying squirrel, nah, mean. It was weird. I didn't even know we had them in our yard, but it came down hard and it died, I guess. And the cat picked it up. Or maybe killed it. I don't know. That's dark. Yeah. When your cat kills a squirrel, yo, it's not the end of the world. No, because if your cat kills a squirrel or the cat kills a girl, man, it's all the same. Not the end of the world, man. It's just part of the Lord's plan. Man, my cat went after birds, man, most of the time. That's better, probably. I guess. It depends yeah. on the bird. Hmm. Don't you hate that shit when people die and, and priests are like, oh, it was all part of God's plan? It's like, uh, no, fuck that shit. My dad, my dog died. <laughs> I almost said my dad, and I was like, that's not relatable. I mean, not that you know of true man my cat used to give the birds no sleep it chomped down on chickadees and gross beaks and even kind of jays sometimes even though they're in the world series now we had a cat feeder it was a meat eater feeder because the cat just go up and crunch and then eat 300 birds for lunch uh wow yeah it was bad we had to get an extension for that <laughs> cat was too big. It was yeah. just like three feet tall and just jumped. 
Yo, cats like to play. Cats like to play. Cats like to play in the yard all day. Yo, cats like to play. Cats like to play. Sing it. Cats like to play in the yard all day. Yo, one time I had this cat. He liked to play. Sometimes he'd go out, find a blue J or a roll J. Whatever kind of J was better, hey. And he would smoke it if he had to. Yay. <laughs> Why do so many of these stories end up with our cats smoking drugs? I mean, have you ever seen a cat? <laughs> Those shits do all the drugs. My cat was Canadian, not American, but sometimes my cat liked to smoke heroin. It's not even possible if you are a human, but it wasn't. It was a cat, man. Like a cat, but with man feet. It had mad heat. It went into heat, and then it got laid, and then made some cat babes. This started out as a spooky rap, but now we're just talking about spooky cats <laughs> and not even really spooky cats, just cats and facts about them. Man, that's not where it's at. We gotta talk about Halloween, see? You gotta be mean, G. You gotta know how to make people scared, how to make them feel unprepared for whatever's coming to the door in a couple of days. Whether it's someone dressed like mayonnaise or like the rest of your days, 28 days later, zombies. Uh. If you want to be scared, there's a couple things to be aware of. Just try to keep yourself unprepared for whatever's coming up to your stairs. But if you want to be scared, I don't really know why, because honestly, that's... Like, kind of like, counterproductive. It's, kind of, it's not really evolutionary like prowess at its best. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to drop a spooky Halloween rap. Okay, you do it. Mmm, 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 mmm. Well, my friends, it seems it is Halloween. Time for me to whip out my schween. When you come to the door and you say a trick or treat, I say I've got something very special for you to eat. It's a pork chop I've been keeping in the fridge. Come inside, I'll heat it up again. You can eat it. It'll be real tasty. If you're into that pork stuff, let me tell you about one thing. Well, I really like the pork stuff. Was that spooky enough for you? That was pretty weird. Yeah, I don't know where that was going. Man, I don't know if this is the most scary, but I'm a little bit ghost scary. Is this the sound that a ghost makes? I don't really know, because I got the ghost shakes, because I'm an alcoholic ghost, and I haven't had a drink in a couple of days. That's how I plays. I go out Halloween, and I binge, and then I go home to my friends, and then I don't live, because I'm dead. a hard life man you know it's hard out here for a ghost when you're trying to make money for some toast when you're trying to make money for a roast when you're trying just to gather up a roach so you can go out and have a smoke so you can make a little bit of toke so you can make peace with the fact you're a ghost yeah, when I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld a spooky sight, Tim Blay came up to my door. He said, hey, man, we got to podcast some more. I said, no, sir, I am busy in the lab. I've got a monster on the slab. He's a giant, and he's also a girl. 
I was gonna take it for a whirl, but I can't, cause you're here now, and that'd be awkward. A third wheel now. I don't need you here when I'm on a date with the monster on my slab who I just created. I'm trying very hard to get laid. Get out! Aren't you afraid of me dying alone by myself? I need a woman and I need some help. Crack! And the monster lives! I am Frankenstein's gift to the world. I'm very, very nice. I don't even think twice before I help a woman across the street, but she gets kind of scared when my feet fall off in the road and then I can't help her. And then no one can help her because she got crushed by a car because I couldn't take her very far. And then they get sad and chase me to a house. I run up and scream like a little little mouse and they light it on fire and watch me die. Man, you can hear me cry because Frankenstein didn't care about my life. He just wanted to make me his weird monster wife. But now I have the last word. This is getting quite absurd because I can't speak because I'm dead, you see. I'm just a pile of body parts here in the street. But I don't care. I at least have no hair and a neck bolt through my neck. What the heck? Oh, Frankie, baby, don't be so hard on yourself. I've loved you since the day that you appeared on my shelf as a thought. In a little tiny book that said, here's a bunch of monsters, maybe you should cook. Hey, I've been trying for a long time to build myself a super spooky wife. And sure, your voice is kind of low, but I can dig it, you know? My doctor, sir. I'm not- I'm a him, not a her. Oh shit. I don't know how to be your lover because I don't have any other emotions than confusion. You didn't program them in, son. Oh, that's right. I am your dad. Come back from the grave. Wait, wait. Give me just a second here. You're telling me you're my father? Yes, sir. I'm telling you I'm your father. I am him and not any other. For that grave that you dug up, you didn't know who it was? It was me, cuz, cuz I'm also your cousin, and uh, also your mistress, and uh, everyone who's ever died sitting in your basement. Uh, which is a lot of people, because you kill them and put them in your steeple, and then they fall down and they get buried. You dig them up, and you make very merry, and you make them into monsters, just like me. And now I'm come for revenge on you, see? I'm going to kill you and turn you into me, because I want two heads and three knees. What was that? It was my cat. No, you fools. It was I, a vampire hunter, coming down here to kick you in the punter. Trying real hard not to use the C word, if you know what I mean. Am I right, bro? Hey, wait a minute. I'm back on track. I am here to take you to the monster mash. (laughs) The monster mash. Yes. The monster mash. That's right. The monster mash. You're not listening to me. I am here to make sure that you do not flee because you are all hideous monsters and it's my job to make sure that you go to jail, sir. I'm a cop, see? Yes, you are, but so am I, you see. What? My name is Hyde, see? I am a cop in half of the time. The other half, I'm a meek-mannered scientist guy. But I switch from scientist to policeman because we are the real monsters, man. We take people who are innocent and we put them in jail. And then we kill them. Hyde. Yes. I haven't seen you since elementary school. I I look good, don't I? Damn, son. Wow. You're ripped. 
I uh, would you would you like to uh, like to take this little place more private? Yes, mm. yes, I would. Mm. I'm not sure how I feel about our 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 spooky, scary Halloween freestyle ending on on a, a vampire cop and 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 Doctor Hyde Jekyll having sex. If you want to let us, uh, if you want to say something about this, put it in the comments. If you want to support us, upfordiscussion.com slash Patreon. <laughs> Give us some mad Halloween mun muns. Oh, yeah. That's right, you guys. Go to patreon.com slash upfordiscussion. Give us money so that we won't have to be blushing when we ask our friends and family to give us all their money. And give us some honey. Sugar, sugar, you know that I like it when you come down here and give me fun shit, like money and also donations, so we can have some celebrations, so we can do some podcasts and stuff. The thing is that we don't really have many costs, just like 10 bucks a month, that's all that this costs. So if you give us that, we will be done. We're already halfway there to get the month, so if you just want to give us $5... You don't even have to holler at us, but you can, and we'll holler you back, because that $5 man will tell you where you at, and you'll also get a thing with which you can say, this is what I want you to talk about today, and we'll do it on the podcast. It'll be really, really great. But then if you give us more money, you get other perks. Mm -hmm. You get to see that we're not just soulless jerks. You get to eat maybe like a cheeseburger with us. You get to watch Fraser Crane with Tom Zalatni. Some other stuff. I don't know. There's some other stuff. Yeah, shout out to Patrick one time for supporting. Patrick, I'm sorry I forgot your name last week, man. That was shameful. That was really bad. You need to apologize seven times, 77 times. That's not how Jesus works. Man, I don't know how Jesus works. How long are we going to keep this beat going? We need to keep this beat going through the end, bro. I thought this was the end. Bro, we're almost at the end. Don't worry. (laughs) Guys, make sure to go onto iTunes and rate and review the show. Please rate and review the show. It is the best way for us to climb those iTunes charts so that more people will know that we exist. Sponsors will see that we exist so that we don't have to beg you for money. Uh, and also, you know, it's a fun way to, to show your support for the show. We've only got like one review on there so far. If so. they give us like a one star rating, do we still climb the charts? Yeah, yeah. Wow, weird. Yeah. Maybe not. Give us a five star rating. It doesn't matter what you say in the review. In the review, you can say that you don't like us, but give us five stars. I mean, if you don't like us, I don't know why you would give us five stars or listen to anything we say or even be still like after that rap listening to yeah. us. So if you're still here, you must really like us. So go rate and review the show. That's it. It's been like a 20 minute Halloween freestyle, most of which was about cats. This so is why like, we only tell you to leave comments and reviews at the end because yeah. it's just like a selection bias thing. That's it. We know some of you are still listening. Shout out to Nathan. Shout Hi, out Nathan. to Dallas. Yeah. Shout out to Ika. Hey, Ika. Shout out to Patrick, hopefully. I hope so. He's paying for this. Yeah. <clears throat> but maybe he just, you know, maybe it's just like charity to him. Like the way that I, you know, I might sponsor a kid, but that doesn't mean I read the emails that World Vision sends me. Right. Like I'm not listening to that African kids podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest sound effect. <laughs> I love that. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Go to <laughs> iTunes.com and SoundCloud.com and Patreon.com slash up for discussion. You can get yourself a t-shirt. And then you can follow us at Down With Talking. <laughs> There's no t-shirts. <laughs> and uh, also, you know, thanks for sticking around for this uh, completely non-scary pod thing of the scares. The 2015 Up For Discussion Halloween Spooktacular Extravaganda brought to you by uh, Geico. <laughs> I can't only- believe this is a podcast and <laughs> at no point... 
did we mention that uh, that story about the plants that eat people and they're actually pods? You mean Audrey too? Yeah. Oh, that was a good movie. You ever seen that? No. no. Well, fair enough. All right, we're gonna we're gonna freestyle a little bit until we're out. Really? Ready? Okay, go for it. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. We sure did have a blast tonight talking to the microphone for almost 30 minutes. Wow, I would never have believed you if you told me I would talk to you for 30 minutes. But here I am, and I'm still in it. Oh, that's the first rhyme so far. Ah, having a good time so far? It's been an hour and 30 minutes. Just a reminder that we are still in it. <laughs> Oh, this podcast has power. You can listen to it for 24 hours if you start from the top and you go to the bottom and you never want to stop because you never say we got them, but we do got them. We got the stones, man. We got the bones, man. We got all of the crones, man, because we like old people. Mm, daddy likes. Yeah. And we got beats that we made on GarageBand that was all part of our garage plan when we sat in the garage making this up. Then we didn't have to do this shit once. We did it tw- 23, t- 23 times? 22. 22. Man. Yo, man this is my champagne man, podcast. Man. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. This podcasting got me feeling really blue. I'm going to go home and puke in your shoe because I'm a dog and that's what they do. I don't have a dog sound effect on my phone, so I'm just going to use the cat again. You ready? Yeah, go for it.